Welcome to Spark. I'm Angela Wagner. And I'm Nicole Esquino. And together we're here as your host for a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. This week, we will discuss how letting people help you empowers them, how a surprise meal can brighten your day, and why we think yoga is the bee's knees. I love that phrase, the bee's knees. Like, it really just cracks me up. (laughs) I love it, too. It's so cute. I always just picture like this little bee with knees. (laughs) Like dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh, my gosh, girl. It's been a while since you and I have podcasted. I know. I'm excited to be back. I know. And I still have like a little frog in my throat. But if you know, so if I cough at you guys, I apologize. But I'm for the most part, I'm, I'm probably like 90%. So it's good. You sound way better than you did earlier this week, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. So tell me what's going on in your life. Because honestly, the little we've talked in the last week or two was just like quick work stuff. I don't even know what you guys have been up to. Well, we are full blown into camping season now. So I am super pumped for all the beautiful weather and I am ready to sleep outside. Oh, my gosh. You and I are so different. Um, (laughs) So where are you going camping? Are you going this weekend? We're planning to. We don't have a specific location picked yet, but Vic sent me this list of like the top 10 places to camp in Texas, and we've hit most of them. And so there's a few left on that list. So we're hoping to hit some of them this weekend, but it really depends on the weather. It's been a little wet and rainy around here, so that kind of shuts down some of our options. But We are super pumped to get out there. And I always sleep better when we sleep outside, which is weird, but I'm I'm excited to get a really hardcore night's sleep. Oh, my gosh. Do you have any issues with bugs? No, we have a really, really good legit tent so we never have any any issues with bugs the main problem that we have is when it gets too hot and you get like sticky and there's not a lot of airflow coming through the tent so when it gets really hot is when we have that's our biggest that's my biggest complaint because i can't sleep if i'm hot (laughs) oh yeah no i can't either um well that'll be fun for you guys i say that because my idea of a fun weekend is staying at a hotel (laughs) (laughs) no camping for you no camping and we're actually going downtown this weekend a very good friend is getting married and she's having a fabulous wedding in the design district downtown dallas so we went on hot wire which i'm like the queen of hot wire if anyone wants any tips i always figure out like i can always narrow it down to two hotels and a lot of times i'll know what the hotel is i'm like 95 (laughs) percent um yeah it's kind of amazing and we got the Westin downtown, so it's awesome. Oh, how fun! That'll be, oh, that'll be good. Yeah, so we're gonna go, and then we'll Uber down to the wedding. And my husband got sick. I shocker after the kids were sick, and then I was sick. Now he barely has a voice. So it's like, honey, if you need to go home, there's an Uber for you at any time, and I'll just stay and party with the girls. Mm-hmm. It's Mama's night out. <laughs> I'm like, Mama does not care. Bubbly is flowing until they kick me out the door. So, (laughs) I love it. Yes. So I'll think of you sleeping, camping, and you can think think of me dancing on the dance floor, and we'll have a fabulous weekend. I like it. I do, too. All right. So sucky moment of the week is up. Here's our sucky scale. One being kind of sucky. Five being super sucky. One. (sighs) 
two, three, seriously, four, five. I'm going to rate the sucky moment as a four. It was pretty high up there. As you guys know, was were, was very sick, which is why I wasn't on the podcast last week. And which, by the way, you guys did an amazing job, and it was awesome to hear Sarah share all about her diet and everything. But the really tough part about being sick, beyond the obvious stuff, is that I had to miss a whole teacher training weekend. And I facilitate, I run the teacher training, so that's always tough. I was lucky in the sense that it was anatomy weekend, so our anatomy teachers came in Friday and then most of Saturday, so that was awesome but I literally could not talk I had no voice on Friday I think did I I think I sent you like a little text clip didn't I oh no uh, uh, I would have loved that I, there was a couple of people uh, I was like this is my voice <laughs> <laughs> so creepy I like it because it was so creepy I mean, it was just like not there I after I went to the doctor I went to Zoe's kitchen to get lunch and I actually had to like pull up the menu like I had to physically hold the menu up and point because I was like I'm a salad plate and the guy was looking at me like <laughs> I have no idea what you just said um so I obviously couldn't teach and I couldn't certainly couldn't facilitate a teacher training and um I thought for sure I'll just push it on Sunday and there was just no way. My mom was the voice of reason, told me no way. So I asked Monica, one of my amazing teachers, to hop in and she's never done teacher training and she took the outline and she just was amazing as I knew she would be. I had total faith in her. But what's so cool about what I do as a small business owner is like I get to empower people and I always want to do everything myself, but it's like over the past 13 years of owning the studio, I've just know like I can't. And so there's always a moment that I need help. And it's often like in a bind where it's like, I really can't do that. And so she just stepped up to the plate and she said to me, like, I felt so empowered. And it was like this, she gave her this like confidence and ability to lead, which is something that really works for her, like something that she really was is wanting on a different level in her life. So it just, it was so awesome to hear. It was awesome to hear the teacher trainers say how great she was. And I, I think that so many times that those types of uh, moments in life is where people get to go to the next level because it's like out of need and you're like, go for it, do it. You know, exactly. You don't have time to like think about it and stress over it and worry about it. Like you just have to do it. And then it turns out magical. Yeah. I mean, have you felt this way before? Totally. When I took this job, I there was a lot of things I, that were totally out of my league. I just didn't know how to do. So I had to get comfortable asking for help, which is really hard. But what I've learned over the past few years is that people really enjoy helping you. They like teaching you new things and they, they want to support you and help you learn. You just got to give them opportunity. And I think I have learned so much from just so many things I never knew about and it's just coming from other people offering their support. Yes. And that's the thing is that people like just what you said, people want to help. And I, have, I definitely know this to be true. If you have good relationships with people, whether they're friends, family, worker, um, coworkers, that's what connects us is that we really want to be for each other. And often people want to help and they don't know how. So, I and mean, there's like a couple of awesome moments 
this week. There were people just helped me so much. Like I was having such a rough week and I texted Christopher just like, oh, you know, and he's like, how you doing? And I told him I wasn't doing well. And like the first thing he said back was, let me bring you lunch. And so he dropped off like chicken soup at my door. And I mean, I just can't tell you how amazing that felt. And I felt supported and he felt like, oh, I can help you and do something, you know? Oh, he's such a cool human. I know. So that mini shout out right there to Christopher. Um, and it, this also reminded me of several years ago. I used to teach all the inversions workshops at the studio and Christopher was in my 300 hour training and he's very advanced in his, his asana practice anyway. And he's an amazing teacher, but he had never taught workshops before. And one of my best friends, her father passed away and it with the funeral was in Arkansas and it was on a, the Saturday that I had a sold out inversions workshop 24 people signed up already paid and i was like oh my gosh i can either cancel this or i can empower christopher to do it and i called him up and i was like and i didn't tell my friend i was like i can't tell her like i I, I just like i I can't let her know that i i you know i have this thing i'm just gonna go to the i'm going to the funeral i'm gonna be there to support her and he was there to support me and like now ever since he's never he's taught all the inversion workshops he's unbelievable so you know you just wonder like what if these moments didn't happen? So I feel like sometimes the universe just kind of gives you the opportunity. Totally. Happens for a reason, and then things like that come out of it. It's very cool. Um, okay, so that's the psychic moment of the week and the inspired action. Let people support you because they want to help, and it empowers them. So oof, love it, love it, love it. Okay, we're going to move on to Ask Coach A. Wag. So if you have any questions about things we talk about or maybe things we haven't touched on yet, please, please, please send in your questions to podcast at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. Anything from life to love to diet, exercise, whatever you want. And we, we love this segment, don't we? My favorite part. It's really cool. So we're going to tackle an I was going to say an issue, but it's certainly not an issue. <laughs> we're going to ta- tackle a topic that is one of our favorites, and that's yoga. And it's so funny because several people have asked me like why aren't you guys ever talking about yoga on the podcast and it's just I was like I don't really know um <laughs> so Kali writes I would love to hear you talk about yoga on the podcast and she said specifically I would love to know how I can make time for yoga when I have a baby and I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom so I will let's talk a little bit about yoga in general for people that haven't done it and maybe talk about our style so people can understand why it's so like why we love it so much and then we can get into Kali's question about really whether you're a stay-at-home mom or really anyone kind of how we can make time does that sound good sounds great let's do it okay so our style of yoga the one that we teach is called Baptiste power yoga or that's the style that the studio yoga sport Dallas is based off of and I started training with the founder of that, Baron Baptiste, in 2003. So, wow. I know. <laughs> it's been a while, girl. I'm dating myself. But <laughs> it's been a very cool ride. And I've studied a lot of different styles through the years. But I just always go back to Baptiste. Um, it's a power yoga, which means it is athletic in style. It is physically challenging. So you get a really good physical workout. But then you have this amazing balance of flexibility, which is what most people think of as yoga, is stretching, right? So there's certainly a a component of that, but it's backed up with strength, which is really, really important anatomically. And then there's also this mental component and this emotional component that helps you kind of deal with life. And 
whether you're in a good space or a bad space or kind of just neutral, it can give you what you need. And that's the part I think that's had me coming back for 15 years is that no matter what I've had going on in my life, whether I've been like at my biggest high physically, mentally, emotionally, or my biggest low after, you know, having babies and postpartum and C-section and whatever it is, you know, knee surgery, I've always been able to get on my mat on some level and find a modified way. So uh, we can get more into the details of that. But what what kind of brought you to this style and made you stay? And um, like, what do you get out of it? So I think what brought me here and kept me here is that I was looking for something very balanced, like you were saying. So I do a lot of strength training and I am a very flexible person, but I didn't want to just go to a class and get flexibility. I kind of wanted like a mix of all the things. And that's exactly what you get with Baptiste Power Yoga. You get the strength, you get the balance. And there's also this amazing de-stressing component that happens and you don't even realize that it's happening. And I think that's what drew me here and kept me here and that's why I enjoyed teaching it because I want to offer that to other people that's so awesome yeah I mean everyone comes to yoga for different reasons I mean it could be that you're like I want to get more physically fit and so like this style of yoga will certainly serve that and you'll have you know you'll tone your body and physically you know you get a workout But then sometimes like for me, I was just really stressed. So when I started this practice, I was like in my early 20s and I was just kind of like finding my way and not really I was depressed and I was teaching um, fitness classes. I was like insane spin teacher, like, you know, one of those crazy spin teachers. That that was me. (laughs) And I used to I called myself like a step diva. I was like one of the step, you know, queens teaching these crazy crazy things on a box and I was a personal trainer and all that stuff. And so like I had that kind of like, I don't want to say aggressive energy, but it, I mean, some of it was kind of aggressive. I mean, and you kind of get it cause you're a CrossFitter mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> yeah. And so this isn't like an aggressive style of yoga. That's not what I'm saying. But what's cool is I think like for me, I get that physical release that I need mm-hmm. and, um, and then it also serves that other side, which is what I need the most, you know? So like for me, I, I would rather go to the gym and like, maybe not pound weights. I used to love to pound weights, not so much anymore, but I'd love to like physically get a good workout or do like a really strong yoga practice. But what I don't love is sitting and stretching. So it's like that quiet space or meditation is always my challenge. So I really believe that our practice, and I say our, like any practice really will give you, give you what you want and what you need. And I think a lot of times in life, we tend to feed what we want yeah, so you you get both sides. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So it's a great style. So look it up. We'll put all the links in the show notes. BaronBaptiste.com is my teacher's website. And he's written several books. Journey into Power is his first book that was written like when I first started training with him. I think he wrote it in like 2002, but it's like an awesome base. But he's written several books since then, I think like three or four other ones. So we'll we'll put all the links in the show notes. And I actually also have two DVDs that I created, I think like two years ago, maybe three years ago, that are professional DVDs. And one's an all level. And one is called Empower Flow, which is if you're if you've been practicing power yoga, then you can definitely do that one. If you're brand new, I'd buy the all levels, but you can get that on my website, Angela Wagner Coaching, or Yoga Sport Dallas. And Sarah will put all that in the show notes. But um, a lot of times people are scared to go to yoga because it's especially in a studio it's like you don't know it there's a culture to every space you know and you're like how do I prepare and what do I wear and is everyone going to be kind of 
you know, in these super cute, expensive yoga clothes. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would definitely say do your research and look at the websites. And like we talk a lot about our community and how, I mean, we're really focused on community as far as people being connected and friendly and like we have no time, no time or energy for people that are like showing off. Like, well, we just don't, you know, so we don't really attract people that are there for that type of vanity reason. So it's awesome because people get to come in and you can be at any level. We have like all different ages. Um, and that's one of the things I think that really drew me to the style of yoga is that I'd go, I went to my first training and I was like, Oh, there's people of all different body sizes different ages, different walks of life, lots of men, which is kind of rare for yoga. Mm -hmm. I love that. Like, that's the first thing when I tried to convince Vic to come, he's like, I'll be the only dude there. And I was like, no, we have lots of dudes here. And that's what I really love about this place. It's not just like, it's not all ladies. We have all different ages. We've got all different body types, all different walks of life. Um, it's like a really eclectic bunch of people. And we're all just here to like do it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, if you find the right style and the right studio or gym or whatever for you, then you, I mean, you really, this is a life changer for sure. So if you haven't tried it, I would definitely try it out or send us an email podcast at Angela Wagner coaching. If you're not in Dallas, you can get the DVD or I can give you some uh, studios or other teachers that I know, but there's also some listed on Barron's site. So um, you can check it out. The, the other thing that I think is so cool that I like to point out that a lot of people reference, especially teachers, that a lot of people that haven't done yoga or some people that even have done yoga, I've had teacher trainers ask me, like, why do people say the mat is a mirror? Like, what does that mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of like this general concept, right? But the general idea is that what we do on the yoga mat is what we do in life. And what I mean by that is, like, if someone's holding you in a really difficult pose and you're having to hold the strength pose and your muscles start to shake it's like you start to notice how do you react to challenging things in your life like what are you saying to yourself what are you saying to the teacher <laughs> you know what are you saying like internally what are you wanting to do like you know or maybe it's a frog frog pose is where you really open up your your hips we'll we'll post a picture i'll put a little note here frog pose of what frog pose looks like for me that's one of the most challenging poses there's some people that like fall asleep in it but a lot of students, it's very challenging and we'll hold people in it for minutes at a time. And all of a sudden, somebody might get up and go to the bathroom. And it's like, well, you don't all of a sudden have to pee. It's just like this escape mechanism, right? So you can kind of see, oh, that's what I tend to do. I noticed that with myself when I first started practicing every single class. This was like a, another studio way before I opened one. Every single class I got up and I went to the bathroom in the middle of the, in the class. And I definitely, I mean, I definitely drink a lot of water, so I, I tend to go to the bathroom a lot, but I just, it just hit me one day and I think it was like at a training or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is totally an escape mechanism. Totally. Yeah. Or what I noticed is, um, in any time we're in a balance posture, like one foot, one hand, anything balancing something, I hear that voice inside of my head, that super negative voice. Woo, she turns on full blast and gets really judgmental in those uh, balance poses. And that's when I noticed that like she is with me all day long, judging whatever I do. But like I hear it and I see it in that balance pose and I'm like, whoa, and it becomes really aware to that negativity that you carry around. Oh, man, that's yeah, I mean, that's super, super powerful. So so much of it is just getting really present and real with yourself as far as 
what you're saying to yourself and how you're reacting to life. Because then you can you can work it out of the yoga mat. It's a super safe place to play with that kind of energy and different things. And then when you step off the yoga mat and you're in your daily life, you start to see these things come up for you. You're like, oh, there it is. Um, one of my teachers is actually, he teaches, he created a style called Budokan, which is a mix of yoga and martial arts and mindfulness. And his name's Cameron Shane. I'll put a link to his stuff too and I um, trained with him and he, I, I'll find the quote I can't remember exactly how it goes but paraphrasing it's something like the way you think is the way you move the way you move is the way you live mm-hmm. or something you know those three things and so it's like really we're always the same right like it's not like I go into yoga and I'm super intense and stressed out but then I go into life and I'm calm and I'm mm-hmm. slow it's like yeah. no that's not how it is you know so um, that's kind of a generalization, but I love that. And I'll, I'll find the exact quote because it, it always resonates with me. I'm like, yes. So I don't know. Give it a shot. I think everyone should try it and give yourself at least 10 classes because like our style is heated. It's, it's not super hot. Super hot yoga is like 105. It's 90 what we have, which in Texas isn't even hot, but, um, but that might not be for you, but you know, just give whatever it is that you're trying, give it 10 classes and see because y- you get over a lot of that kind of, discomfort and stuff when you give it more than a couple classes yeah the first 10 classes is like just letting it get really raw and noticing all those things that you are paying attention to yeah exactly so going to the second part of Kali's question which was how do I make time and I think there's a couple things especially so if you're a stay-at-home mom and this could be really with anybody and it's funny because when I was at the stage where I was at on maternity leave I thought especially with Luke I was like oh yeah this would be so great I'll have all this time and I don't even know what happens, but you literally taking care of a newborn is full on, even though you're like, he's, they sleep all the time, but you, you are so exhausted. You have so much to do. I, I can't even explain it. So what I would do is I always had a DVD or my yoga mat or whatever it was for my home practice available. And I'm not exaggerating. The second you put the baby down, you have to start because you don't know if it's 20 minute nap. You don't know if it's two hour nap. And if you wait, what I used to always do is I'd be like, okay, here's the chores I'm going to get done. I'm going to put this laundry in. I'm going to quickly, you know, go to the bathroom. I'm going to shower, you know, whatever it is. Do all these things and then I'll practice. And guess what? Guess what happened? Never practice. Yeah. I mean, never. Like, never. I mean, a lot of times the motivation would just be gone. So I think that's one of the things is just you do it right then when the baby naps. But going back to our inspired action is ask for help. So it could be that you have a babysitter and you schedule, I I had to schedule like Wednesdays when I had Luke, it was like Wednesday mornings, my dad would come and watch Luke for an hour and a half. And that would give me time to go to the gym and come back. Um, So you could pay a babysitter, you could have family, friends, you could just ask your husband. I was shocked at being like, Hey, honey, I'm exhausted. Can I go to yoga on Mondays? And I mean, sometimes you know, people in your life don't even know that you need the help. So I don't know. Do you have any other tips? Um, I think a big one for me is putting it on the calendar, scheduling it out and letting like I tell Vic and Caleb, like this is when yoga is happening. And they not only will honor that, they'll also hold me to it. Like you have yoga on the calendar. It's time to go. So I think really scheduling that time out and saying like it is happening on Wednesday Whenever I can get it in, it's happening on Wednesday. I think people will support you and they'll and they'll honor it for you. 
Yes. And you you want, if you can make it convenient, so it could be just that there's a studio close to your house or, um, like I said, the DVD, you know, you just like you're packing your bag before you go to yoga or g- the gym. If you're going to do it at home, it's like get everything out and put a reminder in your calendar and, you know, just make it really easy for yourself. Um, but I also like for me, like I'm not as much of a uh, at home kind of practitioner. So for me, it's like there's certain classes that really give me energy and like fire me up. And so it's like a non-negotiable. Like you said, I put them in my schedule and I'm like, all right, babysitter or my husband or work like, has is this is first, you know, and I'm going to Saturday 1045 every week. And that's just the way it is. And so I have to think of it as like I think of it as just as important as doing work or taking care of the kids as it is, you know, anything else. It's just, it's that important. Got to take care of you. Yes. But I, that was a huge mental shift for me because, you know, I'm just always like, Oh, that's the first thing to go. So I, I mean, I used to feel guilty asking my parents when they would be sitting, Luke, I'd be like, okay. Or now, especially with Zoe too, because it's so, it's a lot more work with two. Uh, I'll come home right after I teach. And I'm like, no, like you, you need to stay. It's part of, the agreement, you know? No, totally. Yeah. Cause you got to fill your cup before you start filling other people's. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, Kali. So I hope that helps. We have so many other things that we can talk about with yoga. So that was really just kind of baseline introduction to what we do and what we love about it. But I mean, I could go on forever and I've been teaching it forever. So let me know, send me an email podcast to Angela Wagner coaching. I'm happy to do stuff on the blog or make little videos for you guys or whatever it is that you are looking for support wise with yoga. Let us know, because that that is certainly a specialty that we have. (laughs) And we love to talk about it. We do. We could talk forever. So, Okay, so Nicole, you're going to finish us off with Try This and Shout Out, which are super fun. So go for it, sister. All right. So the Try This for this week is super fun. I've been trying to up my intake of fruit. And so, of course, I had to set a timer because I love timers. So I have a timer that goes off at 10 a.m., and that's when I eat my banana. And then at 2 p.m., it goes off, and that's when I eat my apple. But what I have noticed is not only am I able to, like, up my fruit intake, but my energy level is different as well. Like, I feel like I'm not getting – you know how you can get that, like, afternoon lull kind of thing? Mm -hmm. It's totally taking that away. And it's super easy, quick snack. Like, it takes less than five minutes to eat, so it's not, like, cutting into any of my time. And I'm telling you, it's made a difference. Highly recommend. Oh, that's so awesome. Fruit really is this magical, magical gift because – it's it satiates that um, feeling that we have this need for sugar. Mm-hmm. Our palate loves sugar. I'm actually reading a ton up on this. So once I finish um, the the book I'm reading, I'll share on the podcast. But we we have this like natural uh, just desire for sugar. So fruit gives you that, but it's a healthy sugar and it gives you so many nutrients. Yeah, and it's super fast and easy, and I'm like, oh, this is the best snack ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like the original fast food. I mean, you like, think of grapes. Like, all you have to do is rinse them, and you can stick them in a baggie, and you can eat them in the car, or like a banana. Oh, my gosh, you don't even have to prepare a banana. I know, exactly. So, everybody, fruit snack challenge, go for it. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> the other thing I was thinking about with your challenge, it's kind of interesting to have kind of scheduled snacks for those specific things because especially if you set it for right before you might have that craving, like in the afternoon, I always have a craving for like a piece of chocolate or something unhealthy before mm. maybe around three. So it'd be interesting for me to do that. I love that idea of like maybe at one thirty or two, 
schedule a fruit snack or something healthy and then you probably won't even think about that other or you'll food. be you'll be full you won't even know to like you won't have room for anymore too so that's yeah I like that that's a that's a really cool perspective there yeah and fruit there's a ton of water so that's also kind of fills you up because you have more in your stomach but um okay cool fruit snack challenge y'all do it all right well our shout out for this week is a very special one we were out of town all weekend and so Vic suggested that we order blue apron for this week because we weren't going to have time to do any grocery shopping or anything so I was like all right let's do it so we ordered blue apron and then here's where the shout out part gets really big on Tuesday I had to work a really long day and I came home Tuesday night and Vic had totally prepared the most beautiful pork chop made the whole blue apron meal all by himself and it was ready to roll for me and it totally made my day Oh, that is so nice. What a nice husband. There's nothing like coming home to a prepared meal. Oh, it is. And see, like, I love to cook. So usually I'm the one who does most of the cooking. And he, he cooks, too. But I just like it. So I usually am the one doing it. So this was like a really special deal that he had made it for me. And I didn't even know it was happening. Like, I just came home and it was like there on the table ready to roll. <laughs> That is the best. The surprise aspect of being fed that way. And I love like these... Um, I've actually only tried Blue Apron, and I swear, you guys, we are not sponsored by them. But if anybody wants to tell them, we'd love to sponsor them because we we both are kind of obsessed with Blue Apron. So we will certainly uh, advertise for them. But they like there's other companies, too, and I want to try them all. But this whole idea of where they bring it to your door, you get like whatever it is that you order for us. It's three meals and everything's. It's not prepared, but it's all like the perfect amount of everything you need. I love it. There's no waste because. I always, if I want it, especially if it's a complicated recipe, like I'll buy all this stuff and then I only use it for the one recipe and then it, and then it turns out and to be some like crazy moldy mess in my fridge three weeks later. Totally. And I love that they have like recipes and things that I would never try. Like they're not things I would normally cook myself. So it's really giving an, uh, giving us an opportunity to try a lot of different kinds of food. And so Vic, we... We're here. We're just, you're amazing, man. <laughs> you are. You made my day. <laughs> yeah, you're great. But um, that's so awesome. All right, Nicole. So I think that's it for us this week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Spark. If you have a few extra minutes, please do an act of kindness and leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. You can find the show notes and blog posts at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at CoachAWags. Remember this week to take the time to give thanks, raise a glass, and discover what it is that sparks you.